TVP's announcements. This is a series that we have on our network where we give you announcements about upcoming projects and platforms that are entering the crypto ecosystem. Now, this is a disclaimer because we do that now. So, here's the thing this is the presentation of a platform, and that's it. This is an investment advice. Don't take it as investment advice. If you like the platform, seek it out in the show notes. Go there, buy the things, invest in the platform. Help them out with your skill sets. But we're not giving you any recommendations or advice. This is just for you to listen to and soak up some new information about a new platform in this ecosystem. So, please enjoy. Hey everybody, it's your second host of the Bitcoin Podcast, D. Here with another episode of TBP's announcements. Uh, and today, the company that we are going to announce to you is Globotex. And I am here with Lisa from Globotex. So, Lisa, you can just say hello to the audience. Hello, audience. It's Lisa <laughs> Isopeta here, or as I've recently been called, uh, Lisa A. <laughs> Lisa A. Nice. Happy to go with that nickname. Lisa A. Okay. See, what's funny is like here in the States, we have like a, a like a really happy uh, euphemism where you just say, hey, after something. <laughs> so like if you say something you like, you say, hey, and so that's, it that could be Lisa A. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're already going off the rails. Let's take it back. So <laughs> what I'd like to do is can you shortly um, introduce two things for me? I'd like to know, firstly, like what what's your cryptocurrency like journey? How did you get involved in the space? How did you hear about it? Was it Bitcoin? Was it Ethereum? Um, it doesn't even have to be any, any of those two. Um, how did you know blockchain like was going to be a big deal? And then also, what's your role with Globotex? Sure. So I'll begin with your first question, which is how I got to, to Bitcoin, how I heard about cryptocurrency. And then I'll get to the point of, of what's my role in Globotex. I heard first from um, from actually one of our, our partner uh, partners about Bitcoin back in something like 2011, 2012. And uh, myself and, uh, um, and my colleague, we went on to some of the first Bitcoin conferences ever organized in London. Um, myself as a libertarian and a hardcore Austrian economics um, um, defender and uh, proponent, uh, it, it, it all of a sudden 
became clear that this is the right that this, this is the right thing to do in terms of uh, monetary revolution. Um, as most libertarians would tell you, you know, the current financial system is rotten, has been rotten ever since the gold standard was, uh, you know, forced off. And Bitcoin indeed is something that uh, was uh, initially backed by gold bugs and libertarians. You know, back in the day when it was still around um, cents and dollars, not hundreds and thousands as it's now. Uh, it was uh, basically pushed by by libertarian kind uh, of kind of people, and I was one of those. Um, the idea behind Bitcoin was uh, something that resonated with me uh, initially, and in the long term stayed on, stayed on as I learned more about it. It did take me uh, quite a while to actually grasp what you know what this thing is all about because I'm not a technical person. So my understanding of Bitcoin, first and foremost, came out of uh, philosophical assumptions. So then, um, years forward, we started as a company. We started actually arbitraging various Bitcoin trading venues, and um, soon enough, when when some of those trading venues went down, um, we as a team. Um, you know, there's, there's actually quite a few people behind uh, Globitex. We realized that there are no proper trading venues out there on which we as professionals um, from trading community would like to trade ourselves. So this brings us to, the, to your next question. Uh, what is my role in Globitex? Well, with my team in Riga and London, and where John's based, uh, we manage a, a global Bitcoin exchange uh, called Globitex. I'm the managing partner there, and um, and uh, it's a product which was built out of frustration um, from not having a proper place where, where we trade. Um, we have extremely uh, sophisticated IT um, team, and uh, they would develop for us uh, trading um, strategies based on algorithmic um, integration, AP integration with various exchanges, and there were not a single one where you could just plug and play like it's uh, it's a typical case in, in in traditional financial industry, you know brokers typically offer you an API access to to various exchanges or even direct market access to various exchanges, and it's it's not a problem if you want to trade commodities in Tokyo uh, against commodities in, in even China or 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 in America, uh, you know that that's that's not that's not a problem you can really uh, truly cover the globe with uh, specific protocols which is called fix and trade uh, without any friction whatsoever whereas in bitcoin which was uh, up and coming uh, cryptocurrency with extreme potential for truly becoming uh, the major currency globally none of the exchanges truly offer uh, fixed connectivity uh, in its functional form. Yes, there are a couple of, of, of exchanges who now do offer uh, various forms of fix, but there still is uh, not a single one that has a fully functional fixed protocol in place. So this was our first frustration and this was why we decided to build what we built. And now it's been out since May 2017 in a test run, uh, open public beta. Um, although this is definitely a production beta, which means that you, you register and you become a real client with uh, real money, you can trade real Bitcoin against real euros. So uh, beta is only in the name only. Uh, it's actually a, a product, a prototype, which is a working prototype in production. Awesome. So you guys, you actually have a proof of concept. In your Not product. only proof of concept, absolutely. And it's a working product. 
which has been in development almost for three years. So it's, uh, there's a lot of work that's gone into it. That's what I like to hear. And I also like to hear, like, I think some of the best tools are made from frustration. Huh, and, definitely. You know, it's like the, the mechanic who's working on Volkswagen engines. Um, and he's like, man, that, that bolt is in such a weird spot. I'm going to need to re-engineer a, a wrench. And then all of a sudden we have the Volkswagen corner wrench and everybody <laughs> in the world is using it because it was a tool built out of frustration. So uh, totally. The other the other simile I like to use is um, you know when you come to um, to a place used to be you know like ten years back very typical situation when you come to a country and you can't get a proper a decent cup of coffee. So what do you do? Well, you make your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you bring your coffee. You 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 grind it if you need to. You bring your. Um, little percolator and then you make your own there you go <laughs> that's always the best thing just do it yourself do it yourself so yeah, highlight some of those so for listeners that don't understand because we've in the bitcoin community we hear stuff like institutional investors institutional pressure institutional we hear that word institutional a lot but mm -hmm. can you frame for the layman what was that you, you say you guys say you feel the need for institutional grade exchange platform. So what mm -hmm. is institutional grade and how are you feeling that need? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, let's, let's, um, let's start from the beginning. The, what Globotex basically is, it's very, very important to, to clarify what it is not. It is not a broker dealer. It is not a decentralized exchange. It is exactly the opposite. It is a, um, technologically advanced, centralized fiat to crypto exchange. So first, first and foremost, it's very important to understand that we are not some coin to coin exchange. We are actually that very, very important gateway, which provides entrance and exit into and uh, out of fiat. Uh, for now, we have two products uh, trading, uh, Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, and both of them are against Euro, which is our first currency, which we started off with now the second most important thing to 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 announce is um that we are actually an eu uh regulated uh, uh, globotex group company um has been an eu regulated for for actually um being able to to do the business of conversion of fiat into crypto uh, currencies so this is the first thing we are actually backed by a regulator by an eu regulator to do what we what we do. Second uh, point is, um, as I said, it's a superior API technology behind probably most user friendly, minimalist, uh, general user interface platform. Um, our platform for point and click traders, if you like, is uh, something that's geared towards day and night traders. So you can switch between various uh, views. You can, um, you can use the modules on the trading platform to make your own layout. So it's extremely well designed in terms of a general user interface for point and click traders. Now, the third point, which um, is poss possibly the most important, which was most important for us besides the fixed connectivity, was institutional level supporting, um, sorry, reporting tool. 
So we needed that support from 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 exchanges in in the form of reporting, which we couldn't get, and that was another frustration which we which we had um, before we started building our own um, exchange. Is uh, first of all, when you enter a trade, it's very important um, that you can trace your order, and you cannot do that on any one of the existing exchanges. Um, in Globetex, you can place a specific number where you identify your orders. And then even if the connectivity is lost, you can still find that order in the plethora of, of, of orders, of exchange orders, because it has that unique identifier. And by using that a unique identifier, you can always find it in this um, reporting tool that we have built. So the reporting tool uh, also is um, built into the platform. And you can trace all your orders, all your trades, all your payments. And you can even have something which only institutions have. It's called net asset value report. So for us, as traders, this was one of the very important uh, tools to integrate into our exchange. Is that not only trading companies, but also accountants and any other financial uh, financial officers related to your trading activities would have the ability to truly have a transparent view of every single piece of activity that you execute on, on, on the exchange. So this is something that we've, um, we've developed. Mm. Then um, another point, uh, which is quite important, perhaps um, uh, just to stress one more time, the fixed protocol, which is the standard for the financial world, is, um, is something that is non-existent elsewhere. So Globetex, in a way, is paving the way for the traditional financial industry to, to actually start making Bitcoin markets or Bitcoin trading markets effective for once. So our platform is actually open to traditional players, so traditional funds. This is why we like to say it's an institutional grade exchange, meaning that institutions are actually welcome to come and make the market for Bitcoin on our specific platform because it's geared towards them technologically. So you said something. You said something that kind of piqued my interest um, when you were talking about uh, trying to find uh, your order. Uh, if there's no connectivity, you said there's an identifier, and uh, mm -hmm. that kind of that bleeds directly into this blockchain industry uh, when it comes with the merkleization of information. Uh, when it comes to you know how to find things on a blockchain, so mm -hmm. is that what kind of started your company? going down the path of why you even need a blockchain because uh, in this industry you know centralization uh, is not typically something that people uh, want need they don't you know the, the general community um you know they just it kind of it shuns them a little bit so why did your company ultimately decide yes we do need to use blockchain technology well, here's the thing. I'd just like to uh, demystify this particular aspect about blockchain technology per se and blockchains, uh, private versus public blockchains. Um, I know the hype is ongoing and I know many people are still asking themselves the question, what was the blockchain and how do we use this? How can we possibly integrate it into our existing products? But um, to be honest, um, Globitex has nothing 
to do with blockchain because it is a centralized exchange providing blockchain tokens or or rather um, um, as we like to call them uh, currencies cryptocurrencies um, a way to exchange and discover price now first and foremost decentralized exchanges will never offer that ability for the price discovery as it will offer for a for a for a centralized exchange that's one of the most important things to remember and which is why we are not a decent and decentralized exchange we are centralized exchange accumulating various interest from various parties who do not uh, and cannot trust each other uh, simply ag aggregating an open order book so in an open way you can see various interests within the market this has always served as a um, as a trans transparent ledger for everyone to see where the market price actually is for that specific um, value be it bitcoin be it corn be it uh, crude oil so centralized exchange is is exactly what needs to be developed if we are to develop any any use case for 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 bitcoin as currency now if your question is is globotex at all related to with, with blockchains and are we intending to use private or public blockchains uh, the answer is possibly and i'll explain later why but uh, first and foremost blockchain uh, if if you're using a private blockchain you know this is another very important point to understand it's nothing more than a uh, database a public database you're right about you, that if you open up to other people then it's public if you don't then it's not public but it's just a database whereas if you're talking about blockchains such as bitcoin or ethereum these are uh, extremely secure blockchains based on a need which which these um tokens are fulfilling uh, Bitcoin being more monetary value, whereas Ethereum is more utility. It's a utility token in its nature. And the value that it holds comes from the utility thereof. So, yes, you can use Ethereum blockchain. In fact, our ICO is going to live on Ethereum blockchain. So our, our token, it's an Ethereum native token. But it doesn't mean that we are in some way using the blockchain other than the, uh, the actual um, uh, intended purpose was for Ethereum built from the start, which is to have almost like if uh, companies listing their own shares, except uh, we're listing our tokens and our tokens are utility tokens in as much as Ethereum itself is a, is a utility token. Mm -hmm. Now to answer the, the, the ultimate question whether Globotex is going to use blockchain technology at all in, in our endeavors, as I said, the answer is maybe, and that maybe comes from the fact that if we come to the last goal of listing commodities, uh, uh, deliverable, physically deliverable commodities um, contracts, we might want to work with existing uh, warehouses and possibly develop a warehousing system based on, on a publicly verifiable blockchain. But this is so far in the future and it depends so much on, um, on our ability to reach out to, to, existing, um, to existing warehouses that is, is very early to say for sure. But one thing we know 
is that we want to go in the direction where we increase the usage of, of, of Bitcoin by actually listing these um, physically settled um, futures contracts. But that's already going into the purpose of the ICO. Sorry. So what I think you're saying is you're not you're not going to build your own blockchain, but you're issuing tokens, this token GBX on the Ethereum blockchain. That's exactly right. A utility token which lives on a utility blockchain. Correct. Ah, okay. So what's the utility of the GBX token? Outline some hot points for the listeners. Super. GBX token basically is going to be trade settlement token. So that's the main utility for GBX token. Mm -hmm. Now, um, initially, you'll be able to acquire it with a substantial discount. And uh, later, when you actually use it as a trade settlement uh, token, it's going to have additional discounts, like a minimum floor discount and a minimum price discount. Now, as the company grows, as we acquire income, we, we intend to allocate certain, certain, um, certain uh, budget for uh, improving liquidity on various other listings that we're going to, going to have. So in order to do that, we need to incentivize um, market makers, liquidity providers. And for that, we're going to use our, our utility token, GBX, in order to incentivize people to actually trade on those specific uh, new instruments. And uh, there, the rewards will be even, even bigger. So the more you trade, the more you get. Um, and um, and uh, the longer you keep that token, the, m the more it should appreciate as the company grows and becomes more successful. So it's a utility token with, um, with an added value of uh, success-related uh, growth potential. Mm, so you're specifically incentivizing market makers, the people that are exactly. trying Exactly. We are making it almost like a loyalty program for market makers to to participate in our endeavor. Okay. I think it's I think it's a very smart strategy because usually concentrating on sub markets is where you get. Um, I most recently heard uh, a phrase. I was at a conference and one of the speakers of a company called uh, Algebraics Data. He said that uh, you don't. He said something about you don't win a battle by boiling the ocean. You got to storm the beach. And I think mm -hmm. going just from that sub-market of market makers, maybe you've got a real opportunity to compete with other exchanges and decentralized exchanges just by focusing on that little niche right there. So Hopefully. Hopefully. It's, it's uh, something that we, it's, we're struggling to make an actually message clear to to the general public because it's the token should appeal not only market makers but only uh, also investors because the more the community grows within the GBX holders the the more valuable the token itself will be and indeed as we're an exchange ourselves we absolutely intend on listing our own token on our own exchange which means that you almost have a guarantee of having a secondary revaluation uh, option on Globotex Mm, I think you're saying things that people are liking. So Crazy. let's talk about uh, legalities. Let's outline some stuff. So is this going to be available uh, to the whole world, or if I live in uh, if if I live in the states, can I get some of the GBX? Um, are you worried about um, pressure coming from regulators all around about ICOs? 
being treated as securities or ICOs being outright banned in um, what was that China? I think China said no more of that nonsense. We don't want any more ICOs. Like, what mm-hmm. is Global Tech's plan for? Okay, let's bring some sense to this question because I kind of bounced around. What's Global Tech's plan for like impending regulation? And mm-hmm. is this available to more than just the citizens of Latvia? Oh, for sure, more than the citizens of Latvia. Uh, okay. I remember Globitex, uh, just judging by the name, um, at <laughs> least we try to make it very clear, <laughs> it's global. It's global Bitcoin exchange. So even though the, the group has been originating and originated from here, from Latvia, uh, John's in London, uh, another board member is actually in Kenya. Uh, so we we do we do have uh, uh, Mark is actually in Ireland. Carlos is uh, I think he's um, I think he's in Texas too, by the way. And then uh, Pierre is is either in Canada or uh, or or Lithuania, which is which is interesting. So we do have a global team, but the core team, the core development team, and the, the management is definitely uh, concentrating in Riga. This is a global uh, venture, that's one. Now, with regards to uh, legality of the tokens and the legality of the ICOs, uh, first and foremost, we designed the GBX token to be a utility token, not to run into any potential security-related issues. So we are treating it as such, and we are also selling it as such. And at least for pre-sale, the door is open to everyone. So if you approach me on a private basis, if you if you if a friend of yours refers to 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 Globitex, and you come on, you you actually specifically privately send us an email or uh, somehow make a notice that you're interested in buying GBX tokens, and you're an American citizen or, or resident, we will be able to to accommodate you in the presale, in order to avoid any any um, any um, any problems in future. You know, because who knows how the American law uh, develops. And it's always a big question how, how the United States uh, treat things because it's just too much risk in, 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 in it, assuming that, oh, they will be understanding, they will, uh, they will certainly come to their senses or they will treat case by case, uh, but probably not. They'll probably have something like the Howey test, um, uh, something which uh, very broadly simplifies the cases and just stamps uh, stamps uh, security or not uh, sort of um, label on it. So in order not to run into these difficulties during the public sale, we will not be accept uh, we will not accept um, any U.S. citizens or residents for that matter. Mm. That that that's that's the way about it. In China, uh, the the story is a little bit different because in China they banned basically their home brewed ICOs. Um, as I understand, there is no law prohibiting the Chinese um, to invest in other ICOs. And and I honestly, from 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 some points, uh, I, I actually see how and why they banned it because there's just so such a big market and there were so many ICOs which are probably mostly. Uh, um, mostly promises rather than um, true projects. And this is another point where Globotech definitely wants to set a precedent in this ICO space. 
because we do actually have a running product and we do have very realistic um, plans ahead. In fact, one of our uh, plans for the ICO is to develop Bitcoin futures and Bitcoin derivatives, not even counting the commodities, uh, is, you know, coming to, is materializing even in the traditional uh, market. The CME recently announced that they're going to be listing Bitcoin futures, which is great. It's the development in the right direction. So the difference there being they are USD uh, or rather fiat based um, big conglomerate, whereas Globotex and other uh, Bitcoin exchanges have that ability to be Bitcoin based or crypto based. So we have much more liberty at hand to develop the market uh, the proper way. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for being a, a leader in the space. I think that more companies should try to be that. Um, I, I like that you guys are focused in all of your intents, it sounds like, which is great. Um, some companies, you know, they're trying to be the umbrella of so many ideas um, and then they figure out it's not even raining. So it's like, hmm. what are you... What are you doing? But you guys are very focused in your intent, which is good. So I guess we could just wrap it up by kind of highlighting some key dates for the audience. Like when's your pre-sale? Uh, are there bonuses? Kind of outline the structure of your pre-sale and hit us with some dates. And then mm -hmm. maybe um, how, if anybody wants to, uh, I always offer uh, an opportunity for you guys to extend any development because a lot of developers in this space are looking to help teams out so you can mm -hmm. kind of help them with that and just kind of give us a rundown of i guess dates on the pre-sale and how people can help global techs out if they want to okay so here goes uh, on the dates we currently have extended the period for building up the community so our public um sales date is uh, not going to be later than february but there is no specific date for now however the pre-sale is on uh, we haven't uh, stopped the pre-sale, so if, if you're interested in purchasing GBX tokens on a pre-sale basis, you're welcome to subscribe, uh, you're welcome to sign up, and you're welcome to participate uh, from all over the world, it's fine. Um, the only caveat is that it's um, it's fairly high uh, threshold for minimum investment. So I'm, 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 not, I'm not going to advertise this, but if you're interested, you will get a private email with a private offer by email. So um, you're quite welcome to it. Uh, with regards to development, uh, for now, our, our, our um, development team is quite covered in, 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 in what we're building and uh, what we have uh, planned ahead. But we are always, of course, on the lookout for great people, for developers, um, you know, who have that ability to see the vision that, that, that we have in terms of um, technology, in terms of um, even philosophy, where we're going. So if, if there's anyone with specific experience in uh, traditional exchange trading, um, but who's turning crypto, I think we'd definitely welcome to have, um, to have a chat with that sort of person. Um, yeah, that's on the development team. Awesome. Well, Lisa, thank you very Lisa A. Sorry. <laughs> thank you. Uh thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Dimitri. It was it was uh, it was good. Uh, thank, I hope I covered most of the points of uh, interest. Was there anything that I should have asked and didn't that you 
you want to get out there? Um, well, um, well, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually, um, curious uh, as to as to when will this uh, crazy market start uh, becoming more and more uh, stable? Because obviously, one of the reasons why we also postponed the the public pre uh, sale is is that the market is extremely good for just investing in simple crypto coins. You know, ICOs are actually not that interesting. I was hoping you'd challenge me on this question, but it's maybe it's good. <laughs> on the question about ICOs being yeah, interesting well, or not. Like, why would you invest in, in GBX token when you can just buy Bitcoin Cash? Like, look at Bitcoin Cash, what it did today. That's yeah, I mean, true. It's, it spiked to uh, over $1,000. That's very true. Well, let's ask that question. I mean, I tend to like to use this platform as like an extended commercial for anyone listening. You know, they could choose to take interest or not. But let's dive deeper into that. Like, why, why the GBX token over just straight good old-fashioned let's trade Bitcoin against Bitcoin Cash or let's trade either one of those against the euro or the USD? Why yeah. is that? Well, I think like a good investor, you should diversify. Okay, you should first of all you can <laughs> first of all you can trade bitcoin and bitcoin cash on globotex so these are two currencies that we offer against euro uh but you should diversify with the uh, with the look into the future because if bitcoin or bitcoin cash or any other bitcoin protocol based solid currency is not going to acquire multiple use cases like business use cases which means if there is not going to be increased ability for people to participate in this market, and I'm not just talking about, uh, you know, anarcho crypto anarchist coffee shops where you can pay with Bitcoin, you know, for your coffee. I'm talking about global trade. I'm talking about imports, exports. I'm talking about big bulk commodities. Now, when those products start to be traded in cryptocurrencies, when they become uh, needed for and, and and Bitcoin becomes the unit of account for those big bulk products, which actually make up our reality. It's only then will you actually start seeing the true appreciation of cryptocurrencies. Because mm. until then, it's going to be very very small time small time speculation. But if you actually participate in increasing the value of these cryptocurrencies by developing the business around it. And obviously that company which does it is going to be successful. Mm. So by investing in GBX, you are pretty much investing in success of Bitcoin itself. I think I just got an education. See, I, I, here I'm so angry that I can't buy a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos. In our country, it's kind of a delicacy kind of potato chip. Like I can't buy that with Bitcoin because it's just too costly. But I should be thinking bigger picture. How do I buy uh, hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil with Bitcoin? Yeah, exactly. Oh, because all of a sudden, you will be turning your demand, your for energy towards Bitcoin as currency. And if that becomes like day-to-day -day ability for people to trade big things in Bitcoin the Bitcoin usability will just shoot through the roof. 
And that means the value of Bitcoin re related to other currencies, related to other items, will finally find its balance in terms of supply and demand. That's what we wish for Bitcoin. We don't just wish many small-time players coming in and playing on the value of it. We want to increase the usability of that currency because only then you would have not only the dedicated traders, but actually the whole world participating indirectly because everybody's using energy. Everybody's eating bread. Everybody's eating meat. We're coming back to good steak. You know, all of that could be traded in Bitcoin. And those are the true use cases which actually makes or breaks a currency. And when you look at um, international trade and you examine which currency is being used the most for that, it all of a sudden becomes very clear, you know, why Bitcoin should be there instead. Have a look at our white paper, especially the annex chapters. I look at, the, I look at these cases um, very much in detail. So I'd also like to, to come back and, and you mentioned, um, I think I just had a huge brain fart there for a second. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh yeah, I just completely lost track of what I was gonna say. You said challenging <laughs> on GBX, and then oh, now it came back to me. All right, thank you, brain. So you said, when is the market gonna settle down, and when is this volatility gonna settle down? And I think, just given my experience in the community and human psychology, when it comes to exponentiality, especially in the exponentiality of of change. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a while, honestly, um, just because of the way Bitcoin's designed and this volatility, um, people are generally not comfortable with exponential changes. They, they, they can't conceptualize it. Linearity is fine. You know, if I say something's worth one, then two, then three, then the next day I can assume it's worth four. But if I say something's worth two, four, eight, 1632 it starts to grow really fast and that's just something that humans aren't capable of conceptualizing really well so i think volatility is gonna be high for at least another five years until more of these products that you're talking about that introduce bitcoin uh, being a unit of account for these large commodities start to add just enormous liquidity then maybe then maybe we'll see Absolutely. the market calm down so Absolutely. That's and that's something that we're doing. This is exactly our point. Our point is to participate in growing the Bitcoin as a currency. We want to be instrumental. We can be instrumental in achieving this. And as a company, there lies our success. And it I may like be that. five years, it may be three years, it may be even 10 years. In fact, uh, the lifetime of our GBX token is 10 years because we foresee it to be a 10-year venture. But every year that 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 success related appreciation should be visible because we are very hard on our lines what we want to achieve and uh, we know this is what the market needs and also the the volatility in terms of pricing uh, relative to other currencies it really does also come from from the fact that it's uh, is still not very technically advanced in terms of trading it still lacks um, bigger and smaller retail players like like serious uh, smaller retail players which makes the mass uh, trading uh, possible and also it lacks this um, ability to be linked to 
to the actual value. So this is where you'll have the su supply and demand finding the balance for a specific currency. Obviously, for many reasons, we want that currency to be Bitcoin. <laughs> That's, you know, for both yeah. philosophical and, uh, and financial reasons, it just makes sense. Well, I think it's a good, I think that's a good, we can put the nail on the head right there. Is, did I, what about, is there anything I left out yet? Is, no, that's good. That's this good? good. Okay. Well, thank you again for your time. It is an amazing conversation. Uh, wish you the best of luck with the pre-sale and the token sale. Um, yeah. Thank you for your Thanks time. Thanks a lot, Dimitri. Uh, it was uh, it was really good um, good to lay this all out. Thanks. I hope I made some sense. <laughs>